More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Nation, this is Carl Higby, your host on RenegadeTalk.fm. I want to appreciate everyone for coming back. But before we start, I want to start off with another Obamacare lie. Folks, former President Bill Clinton came out and said that Obama should honor his commitment and let people keep their health care plans. Well, I agree. Problem is, they're gone. You know, you can't talk to these insurance companies. Oh, you know, we made a snafu. Guess guess what? A lot of these insurance companies, actually all of them, are businesses. So if you've been dropped from a health care plan, the chances of them re-enrolling you is highly unlikely. And what are they going to do? Put another law in saying you have to take back everybody? So more government intrusion? No, what's done is done. The damage is done. Folks, this is ridiculous. If you like your health care plan, you can keep your health care plan is a lie and now they've backtracked oh it's you know we didn't we really didn't mean that what we really meant was and jay carney is he's swimming in his own sweat up there on the stand he's trying to figure out exactly what to say and how to cover but it's there's nothing to say the president lied there's there's no excuse for it folks in more disaster for this uh we, we have increasingly found out that these Obamacare navigators do not have background checks. They, just people off the street. They could be anybody. Folks, this is a real problem. Uh, this is off the Daily Caller. A California company whose CEO has ties to President Barack Obama was granted nearly $1.3 million to provide healthcare navigator services in California and Illinois. California, the land of the far left, and Illinois, Barack Obama's stomping ground. And this is despite past allegation of misconduct. The East Los Angeles Community Union, known as uh, Telecu, was granted $980,000 from Covered California, the state's Obamacare healthcare exchange. The company, which is a nonprofit organization for a for-profit subsidiary, also awarded a $294,000 grant to provide navigational service for the state of Illinois. Through the company has declined that contract because of all this pressure. Of course they declined their contract. This is, this is the, the, a sliver of accountability. A sliver. But, folks, the fact is, they were given the contract to begin with. They were given the contract. That blows my mind. I mean, it shouldn't blow my mind after everything that's going on. But we continue to see this crap. We continue to see how... This has affected our healthcare system, our country, our economy. I mean, this is one sixth of the U.S. economy here, and it's being pushed around by BS legislation. 
like I said before, Clinton has, has come out again. Clinton originally wanted this, but he's been a strong, I wouldn't say a strong opponent of it, but he, he's definitely pointed out acute deficiencies. I mean, th- this stuff needs to be put in check ASAP. Folks, there was another article on the Daily Caller, and it said, guess how many people signed up for Obamacare in October? 50,000, well, less, less than 50,000. Now, what's happening, too, is that doesn't obviously include all the people they've pushed onto the backs of the taxpayers for Medicaid. We have been, Renegade Nation, we have been sold a lie. Whether or not we bought it or not, we're forced to buy it. Literally. The, uh, a vast majority of people who go to Obamacare website to purchase insurance and things like that are being pushed over to Medicaid because they don't qualify or they do qualify for the government subsidy. Now, and is that a, that to them? That's a successful enrollment because remember, folks, they want this is engineered to fail. They want a single payer system because that's a controlling one sixth of the economy, and that's what it's about. It's not about just like gun control. It's not about gun control. It's about control. So, you know, Cuccinelli fought this hard in Virginia. He he would have he would have won I think if we had let Obama play out or excuse me Obamacare play out I think if they had been exposed more to it he would I mean he was supposed to be stomped but he didn't he didn't he was it was a very close race down to the last minute a few thousand voters and that was just the beginning and uh, compiling on all these issues folks there is. Uh, major security risks with this. There, there is, there is not enough security built into this website, and you're putting personal information, information that could be easily taken and used by just about any identity theft. I've talked to a number of people, computer folks, and they've said this is completely antiquated security on this. It's almost like they, they literally don't care. They didn't look over it. And there was a, uh, a couple guys in the Philippines who were able to make this website work in less than two weeks on a private server and they, they tried it out and they were able to do what everything that Obamacare is supposed to do on the website. So it can be done and this is done in two weeks by a couple of people in the Philippines. Why, why can't our government do this? Because it's, they don't want it to succeed. And then they can brush it off as, oh, it's such a travesty. Well, it's not working so maybe we should all just go to a single payer. Single payer. Single payer. That's what they want. They want to control us. Now, this jumps right on to gun control. Look at what's going on in Chicago right now. There's gangs all over the place, and some of them are raping little girls. They're on a spree. Chicago is more deadly than Afghanistan. There are more deaths per year in Chicago than there are more murders per year in Afghanistan. Um, Chicago than there is in Afghanistan. I you know I don't have the n- numbers in front of me, but it's worse. And I, I talked about this on a previous show, but this is the land of gun laws. It's virtually impossible to acquire a handgun permit there. Look at what government control did to that place. Amazing, amazing. I just can't wait to see how they spin this. And I think people are waking up to it, but. 
you know, they're they're refusing to move back the deadline. Oh no, we're, we're, you know, November thirtieth is the new October one, is what Sibilia said. Uh, how is that Moonbat still in office? I don't understand that one bit. But anyway, I mean, I guess it's probably because they just replaced her with somebody equally as incompetent. But if they're giving people less and less time to enroll, people can't enroll because the website sucks. So, but they're refusing to move back the mandate. You know, you must be covered by X date. Move it back a year. You did it for businesses. Folks, this is coming to a head. People are waking up. But Renegade Nation, if you're listening right now, I need you to get out there and inform your friends. Explain to them what is going on here and what they're trying to do. I talk about it till I'm blue in the face. Drives everybody nuts around me. But you know what? People, listen. Renegade Nation, i got to take a quick break to listen to RenegadeTalk.fm. This is Carl Higby, back in a flash. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, thanks again, Richard Marlowe, for having me back to listen to RenegadeTalk.fm. Folks, I'm your host, Carl Higby. I want to get back to it. This is something that has been bugging me, and I've been talking about this a lot on the Daily Caller, putting in my uh, articles there. Folks, by the way, if you haven't gotten my book, Battle on the Homefront, get over to Amazon, get it. It's called Battle on the Homefront. Pick it up, buy one, buy two, buy one for your neighbor and your friends. Uh, Great Christmas gifts. Folks, this war on the military has been driving me nuts. Um, And, you know, it's when I published that article... Uh, a while back on the uh, Union Jack being banned about how they, the Navy SEAL commanders had said, hey, no more Navy Jack on your uniform. Um, they they completely denied it. Then it was obviously brushed off as a misunderstanding. And then when it was called, the facts were called upon them, they refused to comment. But that's, that's just one more example. Folks, I want to hit this hard And I want to be very clear about this. And I want everybody to listen very, very carefully because anybody who says that Obama is not waging a war on our military and trying to take the morality and the Judeo-Christian teachings that founded our military, as is in all wars, there was mass, there were obviously chaplains, and people are, you know, ordered, and, and that's their job in the military, is to provide mass services. So, folks, I'm going to go down the list, starting all the way back, um, and this, this goes the only as far back as I could read is uh, September uh, 2011. The Army issues guidelines for Walter Reed Medical Center that no religious items are to be given away or used during a visit. The Army issued that. The same month, the Department of Veteran Affairs prohibits the reference to God and Jesus in burial ceremonies at Houston National Cemetery. Again, in September 2011, the Air Force Chief of Staff prohibits commanders from notifying soldiers of programs and services available to them by chaplains. Why are they doing this? Folks, if if you don't believe me, look into this stuff. This is on David Barton's website. You can find all of it there. Again, November 2011, Obama opposes the inclusion of FDR's famous D-Day prayer at the World War II Memorial. What? What? He opposes it. This is proof that he is trying to kick God out of the military. And why is he doing this? Because he knows. 
He knows that people find strength in God. And whether you believe in it or not, it is part of this country. In God we trust is on every dollar bill, every piece of currency. So this country was founded, and I say this in my book, was founded on the Judeo-Christian teachings that we preach. This is, it, it's part of us. If you don't like it, so what? Nobody's forcing you to go to church. Again, February 2012, the Air Force removed God from patches of the Rapid Capabilities Office, the patches that they wear on their arms. Um, Most units have them. They just had the word God on theirs. So they were ordered to remove it. April 2012, a checklist for Air Force One, excuse me, Air Force Inns will no longer include the Bible. Previously, it had been required that, you know, you make the bed, you put the check toilet paper, all that stuff. You put a Bible in the room. No longer is that true. April 2013, the Army directs troops to scratch off and paint on over small scripture verses that for decades had been forged into weapon scopes. Folks, for those of you who haven't been in combat, uh, a lot of snipers find solace in this. They'll sometimes repeat scripture prior to pulling the trigger. That's what they do. You know, we uh, judging is not our job. Judging is God's job. But the United States soldier, we arranged the meeting. So, again, April 2013, officials briefing army soldiers place evangelical Christians and Catholicism on the same list, the same list as Al-Qaeda, the Muslim Brotherhood, and Hamas as examples of religious extremism. Folks, this was recent. May 2013. An Air Force officer was made to remove a a Bible from his own desk because it may appear that he was, quote, condoning the particular religion to which he belonged. Well, yeah, hell yeah, he was. Of course he condones it. It's his religion. Whether he was forcing it on people or not. June 2013. Joint base in New Jersey made a video to honor first sergeants. Uh, On the eighth day, God looked down upon his creation and said, I need someone who will take care of the airman. So I made a first sergeant. And they banned this because it said God in it. The Air Force required that this be taken down. That's really dumb. You know, I can't tell you how many times while I was in the military, I had to attend sensitivity training and sexual harassment training and religious extremist, not extremist, but uh, Al-Qaeda understanding training, I guess it was. And it was really soft on Al-Qaeda. It always was. Even the SEAL teams, they, they made us do these things. June 2013, Obama strongly objects to a defense authorization amendment to protect constitutional r- religious rights of soldiers, claiming it would have an adverse effect on good order, discipline, morale, and mission accomplishment. The president, the commander-in-chief, objects to faith which everybody knows faith is produces strength people find strength in faith they find peace happiness uh that's you know what what it's for what it's there for but the president strongly objects to it because he thinks it's going to be controversial to good order and discipline what is coming down the pipeline there mr president Why would you want people to not find strength in that? Are you trying to impose something bigger? Is something changing? Well, folks, if you look what's going on, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, the massive relief of commanding generals recently. 
who's backfilling their slots, people who shut up, people who just do what they're told, people who are not afraid to go along with the agenda, career before country individuals. Why is this happening? You got to ask yourself. July 2013, an Air Force chaplain posted an article on the importance of faith and citing the origin of faith. And he also stated the famous World War II quote, there are no atheists in foxholes. He was ordered to remove his post because this famous quote could offend people. Could offend people. You know what I say? I don't care. We are the United States military. <laughs> we should, the last thing we should worry about is what's, who, who's offended. We need to start thinking about our own troops. It's like these rules of engagements. They, they're offensive to the Afghani people if we shoot the innocent civilians. Guess what? If they're shooting at you, they're not innocent civilians. August 2013, DOD military training manual said, People who talk about individual liberties, states' rights, are extremist. Our founding fathers are examples of those involved in extremist ideology. This was just August, a few months ago. October 2013, Catholic priests are prohibited from performing mass during shutdown, despite the fact that they came out and said, I will do it for free. I'll fund whatever, communion, anything, out of my own pocket. They were ordered to stand down. Folks, they're stripping this military from us. And they're doing it through the PC police. October 2013, most recently, a counterintelligence briefing at Fort Hood, which, mind you, is the same place the Major Nadiq Hassan shootings happened at, said, Evangelical Christians are a threat to the country, and if soldiers donate to such groups, they can be punished under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, or the UCMJ. So if you go to church, an evangelical church, you can be punished for putting a dollar in the offering plate. What is going on here? I can't recall any, you know, mass bombings or planes into buildings by Christians. That doesn't... That hasn't happened. Um, so, why? Why is there this war on our troops? Why is there this war on the individual liberties of our soldiers? And let me tell you, folks, this rolls right into the next thing I want to talk about, which is the fact that there's being an exodus, well, I shouldn't say an exodus, a mass firing of generals. Uh, generals have been leaving and getting kicked out left and right for, quote, behavioral problems. You know... A lot of people are coming out and retired army major, Patrick Brady, uh, or ma- excuse me, major general Patrick Brady. He was a recipient of the military's highest decoration. Folks, this dude won the Medal of Honor, as well as other top officers. They've been saying President Obama's agenda is disseminating the morale in, of the U.S. ranks. And a lot of the troops feel that they're not ready to fight anymore because of it. They've been taking the desire to win. Look, look what happened to me with my book. 
I tried at every corner to get my book approved through the military channels, and I broke no laws, yet I was pushed out of the military because of it. You know, not only are the service members being demoralized and the ranks overall readiness is being reduced by what Obama is saying will help it. The the purge of these these high ranking officials is is falling in suit. Though people know, people are seeing this, and guess what? People are lining up below them. They said, Oh, I, you know, I'll make general. These guys get career hungry at that rank. Oh, I need to make general. So guess what? I'm going to shut my mouth and do what I'm told. They're taking their careers in the direction of what's going to help them, not what's going to help the country. You know, uh, General Boykin has been adamant about this. Yeah, it's. I mean, look at this. I, I, I cite back again General Mattis. This guy was incredible. He was respected up and down the chain of command. Well, I guess down because he was at the top, but he was so well respected. Yet he was relieved, and everybody knew it was a political stunt. Everybody knew it was a political stunt. This has got to stop. It's destroying us. And you don't think guys see this? You know, I, I know guys that I was in with. Some of them, most of them, are out. The guys that were good guys, and the ones who aren't, who are just bending over and. Letting it happen? They're the ones making rank. They're the ones following suit, just barking whatever orders are told to them. You know, civilian leadership? There's these civilians coming in on Obama's agenda. You you got uh, McChrystal. He was forced to retire. You know, some other officers are involved in you know, affairs and, uh, you know, instances at their command. And you got to wonder. You know, recently some blast doors were left open at a nuclear facility. But yet the CO was fired for that. How about the guys who left the door open? Uh, This is... Folks, you got to wonder, will the military stand up and fight? If they're pushed too hard. And I believe the answer is yes. I really do. I think that that's, that's definitely... We don't have to worry about the, the troops turning their guns on the American people. Now, will commanders order that? Yes. Absolutely. Hell yes, they will. Some commanders will order, Oh, you know, the president says we got to disarm Americans. I say, come and get it. It's... That order will be passed down through some ranks. Not many people up top in the upper brass are going to fight against that. They're going to do what they, they've said. You know, in the past, uh, General Boykin stated that in the past five years, some 197 officers have been relieved. High-ranking officers. So, they were suspected of disloyalty or disagreeing with the Obama administration on policy or force structure issues. And Boykin also pointed out that a number of them have been relieved for no specific reason. They didn't give a reason. They just moved on. And this is why there's been an exodus from the mil- especially from the SEAL teams. 
And what's what's what is making this happen is it's giving us a subpar force. Our force is slowly disintegrating because the people who are worth a shit are getting out. The people who are not as invested in it, not as capable, not as intelligent, for the most part, those are the ones staying in. People, we need to think. A very good friend of mine, Guy Rushenthaler, gave me a mug that said it was for his campaign. And the mug said, think. That's all it said. And he's absolutely right. We need to think about what's going on. Folks, guess what? If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. When has Obama ever supported anything this country has stood for? When? He's starting with the military. He's dismantling the one force that could actually put him out of, you know, a coup. He could put him out of power. And he's lining them up politically. He's pushing people to want to follow his lead. And rewarding them with rank on the backs of the American people's taxes. Because, yes... They get raises when they make rank. This is why the morale is so low. Folks, look and see. It's coming. I don't know what, but the military is being dismantled for a reason. They're trying to get us to accept things that shouldn't be accepted. They're trying to get us to go along with whatever the order is. doesn't matter what it is. It matters that it was an order. Rulers of laws rather than leaders of men are being inaugurated to these positions of power. Think, folks. Renegade Nation, you're listening to RenegadeTalk.fm. This is Carl Higby, your host. I'll be back in a minute. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. This is Carl, be your host, author of Battle on the Homefront. If you haven't grabbed my book, get on Amazon and grab it. Grab one, grab two, grab one for your neighbor. Hey, uh, look, I also own a company, Rustic Timber Company. Uh, great gifts, cutting boards, uh, decor, wood accessory products, all made by veterans here in America. Go there, www.rustictimbercompany.com. Buy the stuff to make a great Christmas present. But folks, before we left off... Um, we're talking about the military and how it's being purged and everything like that. This goes right into the softening of Americans, I believe. And um, you know, once again, the government is not helping with this. The record, over $47 million on food stamps for an entire year. Folks, food stamp enrollments have remained over 47 million people for an unprecedented 13 months. 13 months. Folks, that's like one-seventh of the country. That's amazing. I mean, folks, not okay. I, I put an article on Facebook the other day, 
and um, you know, I, I it said I was in Seven Eleven, and it said we uh, you can now buy pizza with an EBT card. I said, no, no, you can't. Um, this is dumb. I work very hard to afford pizza on my nights off and when I want to eat unhealthy and things like that. This should not be a gift from the government. You should be limited to basic foods, bread, water, lettuce, fr- you know, fruits and vegetables, things like that, meat. Um, but you shouldn't be able to have pizza at 7-Eleven. Come on. That is ridiculous. And that's the same thing that's happened with the military. The politically correct and firing the generals who are actually hard asses willing to do something about it. This feeds right into this. This is where our country is going. Folks, a record high 91.5 million people are not included in the workforce right now. This is a record high. That means almost probably about 30% of the country is not working. They're not in the workforce. You know, according to the data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 932,000 people dropped out of labor force last month. Wow. That's amazing. And just to be clear, folks, the uh, Board of Labor uh, defines a person not in the workforce as age 16 and older who are not employed and not considered to be unemployed as they have not looked for work in the, in the four weeks prior to the survey. So you see unemployment going down. Well, um, unemployment's really not going down, folks. If this were the case, 91 million Americans, 91.5 million Americans, unemployment would be at 30%. And they boast these numbers. Oh, it's down below 8%. Is it? These are the numbers, folks. They don't lie. But yet, we're being pushed on this political ploy to believe whatever pretty much we're told. Um, This is why our country is failing. And the, the problem is with the 47 million on food stamps, we continue to give and give and give and give. And this is breaking down the moral fibers of America. I mean, granted, the president has tried to break down nearly every moral fiber we have. But we're not requiring these people to work. And ultimately, we end up supporting these people. Ultimately. If they go to apply for Obamacare, guess what? They are not going to have to pay. They're going to be subsidized by our tax dollars. Well, I'm sorry. The 40-something thousand people who joined Obamacare are not going to be able to cover the, foot the bill for 90 million people not in the workforce to have Medicaid. This is absurd. And, you know, the people can say, oh, well, it started under Bush. You know, shut up. Bush has been out of office for six, oh, six years. So... I mean, why is this so difficult? Why is this so difficult to understand? If you put crappy policies and demand or restrict free market, they're no longer the free market. And then they hold on to their money. They don't hire. Case in point. You know, my wife just finished nursing school. She passed her boards. But yet she can't get a job because a lot of hospitals 
aren't hiring because they don't know what's going on. They don't know what to expect. They don't know where they need to be. They don't know what the what the requirements are, whether the hospitals are going to do well. They don't know. So this is a case in point. Folks, you want to talk about softening up. Uh, back to the military thing. Um, it's really getting soft. I, I have a friend of mine who sent me a story. And he was basically asked to leave the military over a alleged sexual assault. But yet, there was no evidence. He was a chief, which is an E7, high, fairly high-ranking. The girl who claimed it was an E2. Now, they could prove none of it. He actually disproved her alleged phone calls via his phone bill. But still, they didn't get it. This, his, his commander said, you're missing the point. A simple apology would have made this whole thing go away. You are the one who's wasted everyone's time. No, sir. No, sir, you are wrong. Do not apologize for what you did not do. Why would, why would you want to do that? We're happy to settle these days. We're happy to avoid confrontation. I took the fire department test, and every question on there almost was an HR question. I, I took the fire department test. I passed the test, but I didn't score high enough to go for the oral boards. Now, of one of the people who have selected, I have known her for quite a long time. She you know, passed the test very well, and she is now going to the oral boards. Well, she had previously failed the physical test twice, passing it only in the third time by a few seconds. Now, she gets to go to the oral boards, and I don't, even though I was second shy of beating the state record for the physical test. Folks, who do you want dragging you out of a burning building? Begs the question. She's a good person, but I don't want her dragging me out of a building because physically she's not going to be able to. Where on the other hand, I would. And this is the problem. They institute... They instituted a written test to hire people for a physical job. Doesn't make any sense. And the same thing with our antiquated system in the military, but folks, this is this is why. And if you look at look at hire federal hiring these days, it's not necessarily the best person for the job. The meritocracy is diminishing in America. We're falling short. Of what we were founded on. Renegade Nation, there was a, another article written uh, somewhere. I don't remember where I saw it, but a boy really wanted to bring an action figure to school. He really wanted to bring it. And it had a drill. On the, and the guy had a drill on it. And he was all set to do it. And he told his mom, he said, nah, I better not bring it. She said, why? Well, the drill might look like a gun and I might get in trouble. What? Are you kidding me? Our, a four-year-old has said, I don't want to get in trouble for having something that looks like a gun. It's gone too far. It has gone too far. Folks, I can't tell you how imperative it is that we stop this right now. We have to stop this. And this is what our government wants. They want a society of victims. They want a society of people who don't know any better. People who are willing to just settle. Don't let it happen. Stand up. You know, men, if you... Men are not men anymore, for the most part. 
I mean, we need people who are willing to do what it takes. And I know a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I'll fight for America. Yeah, come take my guns, blah, blah, blah. 90% of those people would, you know, some of them which I've talked to, they've even said, hey, you know, it's the new law. I got to register my guns. Oh, you know, it's uh, I'm going to be a felon otherwise. What happened to fighting for your rights? People don't don't live by the same code of honor they used to. We need to educate ourselves. Now, I have a daughter, but guess what? As soon as she's old enough, and by as soon as she's old enough, I mean really soon. She's only nine months old. As soon as she can rationally consider pulling a trigger, she's going to have a gun in her hand. She's going to learn how to use it. She's going to be safe about it. She's going to be responsible about it. I'm not going to force her to go out in the woods and go hunting. But she will learn how to use a gun. And these are the things that are disappearing in today's society. People don't understand. People think guns are bad. Not bad. The recent introduction with the, uh, the Prius driving folk. You look at vegetarians. All this is on the rise. When I say Prius driving folk, I mean the liberals and the the non-self-reliant physically and mentally. You know, if you need to hang a picture frame, you hire somebody. That's a Prius driving folk. But this is on the rise. Also by Prius, I mean these people who are hell-bent on global warming, which, by the way, I got into an argument today with a guy about it. He said, oh, yeah, have you seen the polar ice caps? I said, yeah, have you seen Antarctica? The world's on an axis. Antarctica gets bigger, the polar ice cap gets smaller, the uh, North Pole gets smaller. And in 150 years, it flip-flops, and they expand up there and shrink down there. It's a natural cycle. People, where have we gone? The rationale is just gone. Completely gone. And the liberalism has been the fall of nearly every civilized, you know, large-scale power. Even the Romans, liberals, took that one down. It's the socialized idea which liberalism backs. I mean, every, every country that's had something socialized has collapsed or collapsing, including us, because we're being pushed into it. Folks, be self-reliant. You look at... look at uh, here, Here's an example. Look at the disaster. We had the floods throughout the Midwest. How much federal funding went there? Not nearly. Not nearly as much as went into New Orleans. And who voted for who? Midwest went primarily Republican. New Orleans went Democrat. So... By flipping these people, the uneducated, keeping them uneducated, they're voting for Obama. But guess what? They're hindering the nation. They're hindering all of us. Folks, be men. Be able to fend for yourself. And I say this referring to, you know, obviously to the food stamps, to people not in the workforce. I understand the jobs aren't there out there. Guess what? Make one. If you can't... If you can't make one, get to the library. It's also a free service. Learn how. Ask. 
Get together, find a passion, and then make money off of it. Sounds easier than it is, but you can do it. We're being a society of victims, and we're letting it happen. Stand up. Stand up and fight for it. You know, if little Johnny gets beat up on the playground, the answer is not to whine and cry and tell the teacher. The answer is teach him how to stand his ground. Stand your ground, folks. Don't take the pushing around. Don't take the bullying. Because if we take it too long, this creeping gradualism that's coming over us with, you know, the push and the poke and the prod from the government, it's going to be gone. And we're not even going to see it. You know, they're trying, the government's trying to demonize anybody who speaks out against it. Because that's their ploy. So, continue to speak out against it. Folks, I got to run. You're listening to Renegade Talk.fm. This is Carl Higby, your host, author of Battle on the Homefront. If you haven't already, pick up the book, folks. Thanks for a lot for stopping by. We'll see you next week.